Baruch Hashem. How are you doing, guys? We're here to do good, to reveal the loving kindness of Hashem to His children. There is a great blessing. This uh, fantastic book is called Atir Pumbi. Atir means rich. Pumbi means public. This is a book that brings tons of quotes of that holy man, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Rabbi Shimon, the son of the Tana Yochai, of the righteous man Yochai. And that book is rich and famous and public. It's known to everyone that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai was one of the greatest ones of them all. And he, in his words, revealed a certain light that no one else ever before did. So today I wanted to share with you a certain fantastic learning that I enjoyed from Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai in his book, and in less than a minute, we will open it and we'll see some light. So, <clears throat> I know that it's very important. This is an old book that I bought many, many years ago. I dedicated it for the souls of grandparents of mine that uh, passed away and family members. So this book is very unique and very special. And I think it's also rare. I'm not sure that uh, you can find it um, so easily. But I, uh, I'm happy to have it myself. So it's kind of a, a blessing for me to have uh, to have the opportunity to share with you this wonderful light. So I want to to show you something about this book that is very, very, from one side, it's uh, like, uh, it's uh, it's deep and it's powerful and it's very, very strong. And there is something that is lack in that quote that has been pulled and brought to this wonderful book and therefore we're going to go to another book to understand and to complete this um, this wisdom so first of all i will share with you in the way that i learned it even though that i can already read everything from the other book i rather to do that in the way that you will see how that i'm I'm learning. So I woke up a little bit early this morning and I just started to read somewhere in the in the middle of the book another quote and another quote and I really enjoyed it and it it brought me to to this wonderful page and there I saw that deep deep thing. So 
the book Atir Pumbi on Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai brings a quote from the book that is called Midrash Rabbah. Midrash Rabbah is a Midrash. Midrash is a book that collects explanation on explanations on um, on verses on verses from the Bible and um, and explain those explanations are um, being explained by the righteous man named Rava. Rava was an Amora was a huge righteous man who opened many many aspects of the Torah in a very illuminating way for the public for many people to know and he's very famous his name is appearing in many many places in the Gemara and the Talmud the Talmud is the Gemara over there you can see his name um, in many 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 places so the verse is saying Shuv mecharon apecha vehinachem al hara'a le'amecha the verse that came from Parasha Kitisa is a verse that Moshe is saying to Hashem. It's a request of Moses asking from God, Shuv mecharon apecha vinachem al hara'a le'amecha. Come back to us from your anger and console on the bad things that you planned to do to your people. Please regret the judgments that you thought of uh, bringing down judgments and, uh, and go back and regret and don't do so, those bad things to your people. Don't punish them, your people. So again, the verse is talking about this situation that Moses was standing on Mount Sinai in front of Hashem and Hashem told him, you need to go down from Mount Sinai. He came up to Mount Sinai to get the holy tablets, the Torah. And while he was there accepting the Torah from Hashem, Hashem suddenly tells him, you need to go down because your people are sinning over there. So Moshe prayed to Hashem, forgive them and please regret and uh, don't bring that decree, that bad judgment that you planned for your people. Amar Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Amar. I wish I can sit with you for hours and teach you. Amar, the word Amar, said Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, Rabbi Shimon the son of Yochai, he said, Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, is learning from that verse, Moshe did not stop, did not move himself from praying, from tefillah, till the time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the Creator Himself said, called the nation of Israel His people means that for a certain while Hashem did not say that Am Yisrael were his children. In the time of judgments, in the time of anger, the Creator didn't use, did not use the concept of my people to call his people. 
he said something else. So uh, Moshe Rabbeinu decided to stand still, stubborn, strong in prayer until Hashem called the nation of Israel, his people again. Shenemar, because that was the next part, that was the conclusion, that was the outcome. Vayinachem Hashem that Hashem consoled on the bad thing that he asher diber la'asot that he said that he will do to his people. So in the end, Hashem accepted the words of prayers of Moshe, of Moses, and decided not to punish the nation of Israel for that sin. So now, again, we're standing in that situation. It all looks um, very, very, like, it looks nice. It looks simple. You can learn Torah and to say, okay, I understand. Yes, Moshe was, he decided that he will pray. And then he did, and Hashem answered his prayer and his request, and that's it. But that's not it, because you have certain questions. First of all, from the verse here, you cannot see where Hashem did not call Am Israel his people. You don't see the change. So we need to go to the source. So the first thing that I did was to... Go to Midrash Rabbah. Midrash Rabbah is that book that is being quoted here in Atir Pumbi. So I opened Midrash Rabbah in the same parasha, Parashat Kitisa. I took Midrash Rabbah. You have few volumes. So Parashat Kitisa is one of the um, portions in Shmot, in the book of Shmot. So I opened Shmot. And I opened Midrash Rabbah, Kitisa, you see, Kitisa, on the book of Shemot, in Midrash Rabbah. And I started to read, I looked, and I found, here it is, Shuv Mecharon Apecha, V'inachem al Ra'a Le'amecha, Amar Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, Lo Zaz Moshe Mitfila, Ad Shekira'an HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Amo, Great, so here is the quote, but we want to know a little bit more. So I started to read from here. I don't think that I need to read all of that for you right now. But first of all, here it's written, the word red. And the verse begins here, it says, that Hashem, the creator of the universe, wanted to destroy them. Unless Moshe was standing, Moshe, the chosen one, was standing in that rage, in that burst of anger in front of him, in front of Hashem, in front of God, to help Hashem relax, for him not to be upset, not to be angry. So then, when Moshe stopped him, Moshe was standing there, immediately the Creator told him, Red, you need to go down. 
go down and it's your down means you need to go down yiridahi lecha hashem said to moses because that the people were dancing and and celebrating with the golden calf with an idol amar lo lama moshe rabenu asked him why so hashem is answering shechet amcha because your people sinned you see your people hashem is saying to moses your people sinned not the people of hashem suddenly we can see here that hashem is using the word people while referring them to moses your people he is not calling them my people he is calling them your people to moses he is saying so amar lo moshe so moses told him achshav ata kore otam ami now you're calling them my people enan ela amcha they are your people they're not my people they're your people moshe realized that hashem is upset it's like think about a parent that he's upset with his children so he's talking to let's say the 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 wife she's upset and she tells her husband your children did this they did that she in a different day when she's happy she will go and say oh my children they're so cute they're so nice and of course the father can do the same it's a natural thing it's an it's a natural feeling that the person he feels related and connected and attached to someone that obeys him someone that follows his guidings but when that person is violating he's arguing he's contradicting he's separating himself from you you don't feel the same attraction you don't feel the same connection so also hashem in that place when he was upset he said to moses go down because your people sinned moses immediately felt that he was very very aware very very awake and moshe moses told hashem now you're calling them my people they are your people shuv mecharon apecha vinachem al ra'a lamecha come back from your anger and console for the bad things that you thought to do to your people so moshe is bringing back the people to hashem that hashem will understand that hashem will admit that hashem will accept the fact that they we the nation of israel are the children of hashem of god amar rabbi shimon ben yochai so rabbi shimon ben yochai said lo zaz moshe mitfila ad shekra'an kadosh baruch hu amo rabbi shimon bar yochai told us that moses did not stop from praying until kadosh baruch hu called the nation of israel his own people like that the next verse is saying shenemar vaynachem hashem al haraa so hashem accepted moses words of prayer moshe words of prayers requests and consulted on the bad things that he said that he will do to his people to his own people so you see he is accepting them back Oh, yeah. why is it so important for me to tell you all those wonderful things first of all 
because like I told you, it's a lot more fun to learn together than to learn alone. This is one thing. Second thing is that I wanted to tell you something very, very special here. We can see that Hashem is upset. We can see that Hashem is angry. We can see that Moshe Rabbeinu, he's the person that is able to to understand the real will of Hashem and to go against the words of Hashem toward Hashem and to please Him and to relax Him and to bring Hashem, the creator of the world, back to the place of His happiness, of His joy. So I think that many of us, we were finding it hard to understand how can it be that Hashem has feelings. How can it be that there are verses that are saying about the creator of the world that he was sad, that he was angry, that he was happy. And you have those verses. It's not like, oh yeah, Hashem is happy, Hashem is sad. You have verses. It's a verse that is describing a feeling that Hashem felt that he went deep into his own heart and felt sorrow. He went sad inside his own heart. And you have other verses like this verse, that Hashem is angry. You see that Hashem is upset. And you have other verses that Hashem is happy. Verses that are showing that Hashem, that happiness is, is in his place, that Hashem is happy, that Hashem... Yoshev Bashamay Mishak, the Creator, sits in heaven and he's laughing. He's happy, full of joy, full of satisfaction. It's a, there are certain qualities that we will define as humans, human qualities, and it's kind of hard for us to think how can it be that Hashem, the master of the universe, that is perfect in every aspect of the word perfection is uh, is his completion how can it be that he has those ups and downs that we so disrespect in ourselves when we find ourselves suddenly sad suddenly happy suddenly upset and angry and furious and wants to destroy the world so like we blame ourselves for that that's a that's a problem that we have so there is a great argument between Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the one that we're learning on, and other Chachamim, the sages, a few other sages of his generation. They were arguing on the root, the meaning of the name Adam, human, a man. Where his name, where our name as human is coming from. So the Chachamim said from the word Adama. Adam is like Adama. Adam is a man and his name is coming from the word Adama. Adama is earth, it's the ground. Like the verse is saying, You came from the ground, from earth, and to the earth you're going to come back. 
the man was created, his physical body was created from the ground. That's a known thing in Bereshit. But Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the one that we were discussing, he said, no, no, no. The name Adam is not coming from that word Adama, just from the other word Adame. Instead of learning the word Adam from Adama, that is earth, we're going to learn the name Adam from the word Adame. And the verse is saying, Adame le'elion. I am similar to the divine one. Adame is similarity, reflection, connection. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is saying the name Adam is coming from the similarity he has with the divine one, with the creator. And how can we learn that? Because we see that in Bereshit, the Creator said to the angels, Nase Adam, we will make a man, Betzalmenu Kidmutenu, in our shape, in our figure. So here you see that he said, let's make a man, Adam. He's using the name Adam, and he's comparing, he's explaining the plan to the angels that he took to assist him in the work of creation, is explaining them what we are about to make. We are about to make someone that is similar to us. Now we know that the Adam, that the man, is built out of two main parts. One is his body and one is his soul. One is his physicality and one is his spirit. Now, the physicality is much alike an animal, very like an animal, with the nature of an animal. It multiplies like an animal, it eats and drinks like an animal, it gets rid of the waste like an animal, it gets tired like the animal, it walks like the animal, it does everything like the animal. <coughs> it's coughing like an animal. Everything is like an animal. But the soul is like an angel. That's a conclusion of the Gemara. The soul of the person is godly, is pure, is precious, and is in the shape and in the form of Eloka, of God, like that it's written, Betzalmo that Adam Nivra Betzelem, in the shape and figure of God. And we know that God does not have a physical shape. He doesn't have a body, and he doesn't have the look of a body. Another simple knockout to our Christian friends that over and over will say that God came in a body. God in flesh. En lo guf. en lo guf. He doesn't have a body. And he doesn't have flesh. It's like, please wake up. Please drop it and start learning Torah. Come back to the source and, and understand that 
you have a place that you can learn Torah. Okay, moving back to this learning. So there is an argument between the sages to Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. They're saying Adam is the name Adam is named after his physical nature that is coming from Adama, from the ground, from earth. And Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is saying, no, no, no. Adam, the name and nature of Adam is coming from his soul, from the fact that we are similar to the Creator in our spirit, in our soul. Like the verse is saying, Adame Leelion. We are divine and our soul is, the one, is divine. So we can see here that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is a showing to us that the that the soul is more important is great and this is the 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 title of the human being of of the person and we can see here that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai in that part that we learned is telling us about Moshe that Moshe did not move until he was able to bring Hashem back to that place that Hashem will call the nation of Israel my nation, his own nation, and not to go and call them your people. Means he was reminding the Creator that we are similar to him in spirit. And please Hashem, don't make them look like me, that I'm human being. Means don't downgrade them to the animal side, to their physicality, to tell me that they're my people, like we're all like animals, we're all like made out of flesh. Remember that we're all souls, that we're all like you. And how did Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai came to that wonderful understanding? How is Rabbi Shimon so pure? To understand the heart of Moses, that Moses, the man of God, how can he analyze and come to such depth to understand the light that was flaming and shining in the heart of Moshe Rabbeinu? So there is another verse, and in that verse, the holy work of Moshe Rabbeinu is being described in a very spiritual and highly elevation that he made to a place that no man ever visited before. And the verse is saying, Alita Lamarom Shavita Shevi. Moshe Rabbeinu went up to a place that is called Marom. And it's the highest sky in, uh, of, the, of the seven layers of sky. It's the highest, highest place in, in the creation. And in that place, on, uh, in that place, only Hashem lives alone, exists on His own. And it's written on that place that Hashem ishkon marom levado, that Hashem is in that place alone and no one else can be there. But another verse is saying that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to that place and that the Midrash is explaining to us that Moshe went up to that place that is called Marom and he saw Hashem standing over there 
holding the, the tablets, the Torah. So Moshe started to, he held the Torah and started fighting with Hashem on the Torah. And Hashem is pulling from one side and Moshe Rabbeinu is pulling from the other side and they're arguing on who will, will grab, who will hold the Torah. And Moshe's power was stronger than Hashem. <laughs> Moshe took the Torah from Hashem and pulled it down to earth, to us, gave the Torah to us. How can you do that when you're made out of flesh and bones? You cannot do that. Only when you're godly, you can, uh, you can fight with God on His godliness. Only when you're one with Him. So Moshe was in that place, like we know that three times in his life, he went up to Mount Sinai and for 40 days and 40 nights, he was not eating and not drinking and only learning and praying. He was totally, totally, totally one with Hashem. He was not in no physical body in that time. He was totally his own soul. And the verse is saying, Alita la Marom, you went up to that place that is called Marom, Shavita Shevi. You captured something with you. But simply we understand that it's talked about the Torah, like we said, that you have that Midrash that explains that Moshe Rabbeinu fought with Hashem on the Torah until he overpowered Hashem and took the Torah from him to give to his people. But when it's written, we're looking on the holy letters. What does it mean, Shavita Shevi? Shevi is that prisoner. This is that thing that he brought, that he captive. So Shevi is that thing that he brought. But I want to show you, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Amar, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, where is his holy name? Amar Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, can you help me? Shuv mecharon Amar Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Amar Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai. So, Alita Lamarom, we said Alita Lamarom, Shavita, you captured. Shevi, what is Shevi? Shimon ben Yochai. Shevi. You see? First letters of the name Shimon ben Yochai are similar to the word Shevi. When Moshe went up to the place called Marom, what that he brought down is also with the Torah, the light of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, Shevi. So this is how Moshe Rabbeinu and Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai are holding that high and amazing level that they understand that we need to recognize our souls as the main part of our being and our similarity to God based not on our physical body, just on the godly portion 
of the highly light of the creator, the master of the universe. May our souls shine with no end. I was able to help you to learn a little bit of Torah. May that be our reward. My wife that uh, allows me to spend so much wonderful, precious time with you, with open books. My kids that even went to sleep. Finally, Baruch Hashem. One day, another book, another book, another book, another book. All those books on the top, you see those books over there? Those from this one till that one. All those books are books about the Holocaust. Maybe one day I'm going to tell you stories on the Holocaust as well. May Hashem bless us all, heal us all, and give us all the comfort and wisdom that we need to complete our, our mission on earth. To rise and shine and to be a lighthouse to all nations, to all people around the world. That everyone will wake up and come back to our true nature as godly portions of God, to be happy. We don't know who we are. You think you know. You don't know. Trust me, you don't know. One day you're going to recognize yourself among billion of Israeli people that will wake up as forgotten tribes, as holy tribes that are on their way back home to Yerushalayim, to Mount Zion, to Bautu Hashem. You're going to find yourself as an Israeli, a child of Issachar, of Zvulun, of Asher, of Naftali, of Dan, of Reuven, of Levi, of Shimon, of Yehuda, of Yosef, Menasheh, Ephraim. Suddenly you're going to find yourself, oh, I'm from the tribe of God, I'm the, from the tribe of Menasheh. Wow, I belong to Issachar tribe, I belong to Naftali. Suddenly all the all the, the coins, all the chips will fall. You're going to understand everything. The big, complete picture. Do you know the world is, is so terrified and scared? They're pushing us, pushing us, pushing us, pushing us. In the end, listen carefully. We're talking about such a great awakening, such crazy crazy change one billion people will wake up and gonna recognize themselves as the nation of israel and that's it no more we're muslims no more we're christians no more we're these no more we believe in one god and we're the children of Abraham, itzhak yaakov yalla <laughs> that's how it will happen going toward Yerushalayim from four wings of the universe. You're going to see masses and masses, millions of people, millions. The tribe of Yehuda is a tribe that was killed for his Judaism. Today we are more than 15 million people, thank God. 
before the Holocaust, if six million people wouldn't go up in flames and through the chimneys in smoke, become ashes, we would be today around 30 million people. If the church wouldn't kill another few millions of people in the Inquisition 500 years ago, we would probably hold today a number of around 50 million people. And this is one tribe. This is the tribe of Judah. Like us, there are other 11 and more even tribes. Why I'm saying more? Because for an example, the children of Moses never entered the Holy Land and they stayed out in the desert of Sinai with their mother Tzipora and their grandfather Jethro. And all the children of Moses are still lost, are still somewhere. And all those tribes that had been exiled from the Holy Land multiplied and multiplied and multiplied and grew up and grew up and developed and became huge nations until today. And they're in Indonesia, and they're in Afghanistan, and they're in China, and they're in India, in Burma, and they traveled, and they're in Russia, and they're in Japan, and they're in Korea, and, and they're in Europe, and they're in the United States of America, and they traveled, and they're in Iran, and in Iraq, and in Egypt, and in Jordan, and in Syria, tribes and tribes and tribes. And today they think that they're Muslims that believe in one God, and they think that they're Christians that believe in one God, and they love the Torah, and they love Am Israel, and they love the land of Israel. Are you crazy? You're supposed to be Christian. You're supposed to be Muslim. How come you love Am Israel? Because you're an Israeli. Wake up. It's maybe hard to wake up. It was a long sleep, it was a long night, but wake up, your soul is Israeli. If your soul was not Israeli, you wouldn't love the Torah. You wouldn't love the nation of Israel, you wouldn't love Hashem. You wouldn't love the Holy Land of Israel. You wouldn't have a passion to Torah and to mitzvot. You just wouldn't. You would rather go to the beach, to ride horses, smoke pot, but you're an Israeli soul. You love Hashem. You love the Torah. You love the nation of Israel, the Holy Land. You have an Israeli soul. That's why you love Israel. Yehudim, Hashem Korea.